probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. And welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud. And joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. And if you're a separatist looking to pass a law, don't forget to have it passed by the Bly Laws of Independent Systems. <laughs> I really, really love this, Matty boy. It's episode 82. Digging deep. The Bly Punter still <laughs> I can, I can hear it in your voice, mate. I can hear the desperation in your voice. You're like, come on. They're becoming stretches, but they still count. They, of course they still count. Of course they still count. It's Star Wars and it's Sessions. What else do you expect? Matty Boy, how on earth has your week been? Mate, it's been very good, dude. I've been on the smoothie diet for the last few uh, for last week. Smoothie, uh, smoothie in a movie. Smoothie for lunch and maybe breakfast and then something half decent for dinner. And... And today I was um, had a bit of time because El Nipper is at school all day now, so I uh, whacked out at the Battlefront Two, and for the first time in I don't know how long, jumped straight into Starfighter Assault and spent about an hour just dying. Basically, I think my average lifespan on that game is like sixteen seconds before I'm shot down. But then I played um, some of the arcade modes. So I've been really digging Battlefront again, mate. So I've had a um, productive gaming day. But anyway, how's your week been, my friend? Oh, mate, it's been spicy. It's been spicy. Had a little uh, surprise visit from my father-in-law, who will be moving from the West Midlands to uh, Suffolk, to sunny Suffolk. That's Shane's County. Uh, nice. Shane and James, and I'm sure we got a few other listeners in sunny Suffolk. So, um, yeah, he's going to be moving there, mate. So that's really good. We're really happy he's moving to the southeast of England from the West Midlands. So we're happy with that. We've had good food, good bants. You know, I showed him Mandalorian Season 2 trailer. We're all here for it. It's just spice-filled filth, mate. Spice-filled filth. Try saying that, listener. Try saying Try it saying that five times very quickly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, mate. But other than that, man, other than that, it's been it's been a fire week. I've loved it. It's a bit weird that now we record right at our usual mystery time every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, this is Wednesday, isn't it? Because That's everyone right. listens on Wednesday night. Um, it's dark when we're recording now, man. It's great. It's crazy, isn't it? I love it. It adds to the atmosphere. It feels like I'm on a starship if I really, really, really squint and try hard to imagine it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well, I can see Brook House, which is a tower block in Basildon, from my window. And I can see some other apartment buildings. So it's pretty much like Coruscant, you know? That's it, yeah. I would probably be in uh, Takodana because there's a lot of large trees outside. And there's a public house at the end, I can see. Maz Castle, isn't it? Maz's castle mate Maz's castle indeed but other than that mate other than that I, there, there's been uh there's been some news but we we are uh we're digesting this week aren't we we are we are there there's been an awakening on the patron as well so we wanted to shout out to our latest patron didn't we big boy oh yes of course of course uh a big shout out to our latest patron legend big boy canadian 
Sammy Cudmore, who has joined at the high ground here. Hang on, is he Canadian? I, I think he's think American. So. I think he's I think... from Florida. <laughs> so it's far in, and far from Canada as you can get in North America. Yeah, no, what an idiot. <laughs> Canadian are, we leaving, are we leaving this in or do you want me to read yeah. it? Yeah, we'll <laughs> leave it in for the bands. You know, I'm so um, sorry, Sammy. You individual um, shout out there. Do you know what? I'm getting him confused with Mitch. Yes. That's what I'm getting, because Mitch is Canadian. It's because, well. not, it's because the lads haven't come over here and come to the pub with us. That's it. You know, I'm getting some bad with names anyway. So let alone, you know, trying to assume people's nationalities. Uh, I'm terribly sorry, Sammy. But no, welcome to the Patreon family, mate. We really, really appreciate it. It helps keep this podcast alive. Honestly, we innovate so much through you guys. So thank you so, so much. Yep, I echo that. Um, enjoy playing hockey, drinking syrup and... Oh, no, you're not Canadian. Canadian. What do they do in Florida? No, mate, thank you so much for joining at that tier. We hope you enjoy the um, plethora of shows that are coming your way and that have already come. We've got a spicy one dropping the first week of October as well for our Patreons, an exclusive there. So um, there's a lot to like, and we're very, very excited and pleased you've joined up at that tier, mate. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much. And may boy, may boy, unless, unless I'm mistaken, in the distance, I can hear... What is that, mate? It sounds like Big Ben Kenobi to me, mate. Oh, oh, it's a galactic news round. Alden Ehrenreich feels the media's perspective on Solo, a Star Wars story, was too negative. Head over to StarWars.com by October the 1st to vote on the next lightsaber to be available from Doc Ondar's A Galaxy's Edge. Vote for either Cal Kestis, Ezra Bridger, Anakin Skywalker, Qui-Gon Jinn, Kanan Jarrus or Lord Corvax. Liam Neeson has said he is very proud of The Phantom Menace and praised his lovely friend, Armoured Best. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Now, it's a good thing that Lukey Boy had his in-law down at the weekend and showed him that Mandalorian season two trailer because we probably could have got him on as a guest because that's exactly what we're talking about this week. We dropped our live trailer reaction and first thoughts uh, last week when the trailer actually dropped. And uh, thank you to those who've listened to it and engaged with it because we had a good time doing that. But tonight we thought we'd take a closer look at it, a deeper dive, because I'll give a recap of our thoughts, you know, anything we might have picked out, any theories and whatnot now. Yeah, we just thought we don't really want to get off the the Mando train. We don't want to get off the Razor Crest anytime soon because, mate, something's come out. Everyone's digging it. It's bringing the good times back. And I'll reiterate my thoughts on the trailer. I thought it was very, very good. So, mate... Mando season two trailer. Is this where you're going to tell me you don't like it anymore? Oh, mate, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. It's, um, to be honest, it's been an absolute pleasure to see the trailer do so well. 
mm-hmm. uh, 8.8 million views later on YouTube. That's just on YouTube. Um, you know, th- this trailer seems to be loved. It's got a lot of thumbs up, 354,000 thumbs up. Um, for a TV trailer, you know, this is really impressive. 25,000 comments. You know, this is really impressive. I'm glad, like you said, that we're still on this topic because obviously we did our Star Wars sessions extra um episode last week and that was our initial reactions right mm-hmm. we we reacted to that hours well we, you you hear our reaction to it seeing it the first time ever <laughs> but did, also you hear us like that evening like kind of letting it sink in giving you our first impressions but you know a week later come on we still got to be on this mando spice train come on choo 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 <laughs> We're here for it, guys. We are here for it. We're here for the filth. We're here for the spice. We're here for all the Mandalorian tings. And um, there's just a couple things I think we missed out. Obviously, we covered a lot last week um, in the extra show. But there's a couple things I think we missed out. But also, you know, those small details can lead to some big thoughts. And I think that's why we are staying all on the Mandalorian this week spice train this is the way that's why i'm staying on it just just because it's the way but no you're right mate i watched it um i watched it twice today um for obviously in preparation for this but also because i wanted to basically i had disney plus open and i was like no i, I need to re-watch this again and i've watched it a few times since it's um since it dropped and i've noticed a few new things as well i still enjoy it which is good and i've been trying to sort of theorize or speculate in my own head just quite what's going on, who's who. Um, the the way, obviously, we all know these trailers are cleverly edited. Um, you know, voiceovers happen to occur when characters or things come on screen to make you think, "Oh, that must be that." But um, on deep on deeper inspection, it's been a lot more fun because, like you say, last week was the the very initial thoughts and our quite excited, but still, you know, still spicy um, extra reactions a couple of hours later. But um, you mentioned some of these things then, mate. What's what, a couple of the things that you've not noticed and that we missed out first time that are pretty you know, pretty big? Uh, so one of the first things I want to talk about is, you know, it's it's really important to me. It's really close to my heart, mate. And mm-hmm. it's... Um, it's oh, Do you know what you boy huh? My... Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> execution mm. have a drink everyone at home oh execution yeah have another drink i see mm. why not why not for those of you who don't know on this podcast every time we say execution you got to take a drink oh uh, execution yeah and the horn blows as well so uh, what blows. have you got my friend <clears throat> right okay back on the serious serious stuff um Mm. Right, this one, I've got to credit my boy, Dan Sexton. Good lad. Dan Sextoni. <clears throat> During the workday, he messaged me about Mando trailer. We were both reacting to it together. This was the day after the trailer, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, mate, did you, uh, was it me or did you see uh, R2-D2? And I was like, Naughty hang boy. on. I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Did, did I see R2-D2? He's like, yeah. I was like, mate, no, I didn't. I assumed, what, you're talking about the X-Wings? Loaded up that trailer. Mm-hmm. Right there, right then. Loaded it up, and uh, 
I went to that scene and I'm all my days, Matty boy. <sighs> Go on. It could, it could be R2-D2. It could be R2-D2. It could be a blue or a black or a dark purple. Or a dark or, green or something. Or a dark green, right? It's a dark color. But all my days, it could be R2-D2. It could be just any R2 unit, yeah, which makes mm-hmm. complete sense, makes complete yep. sense. They're going to be on the the X-Wings and, and whatnot. But all my days, that just, I mean, that just leads to something we mentioned already last week. Yeah, which I mean, which you, you, you've, uh, it's a Sessions exclusive from Luke Bly. Luke Skywalker, mate. It's Luke Skywalker. I don't know, mate. And, and I, I have a feeling, I, I have a feeling we're going to see Luke Skywalker, a de-aged Luke Skywalker in some form in The Mandalorian, whether it's season two or season three. I, I just, right now, I really feel like that's going to happen. I can mm-hmm. feel it. And knowing our boy Dave Filoni, knowing our boy John Favreau, knowing the directors they've chosen, I, dude, I can totally see them doing it. I could totally see see them doing it, but I mean, would would I don't know what what do you think of this, mate? What do you think of that? Well, knowing our boy Dave Filoni, it's probably Hondo Onaka flying that X wing. He probably come back for another old thing. Um, I didn't notice it first time, and you mentioned it. You messaged me the other day, and mentioned it, and I'd seen somebody else mention it online, and they did. They zoomed in on it, and I was looking at it thinking, I can't put my finger on quite what colour that is because it's a it's a pixelated picture from uh, a screen grab of a trailer so it's not the best quality um now I, when i was looking at it i was like it could be r2 but then it would make sense that it would have to be luke skywalker surely because we know luke we know r2 went with luke on his jedi travels and this is set 5 years after jedi return of the jedi so obviously we don't know when luke decided to go on a little walkabouts um, in search of the temples, but we know R2 is with him. So if it is R2 and it isn't Luke, you know, that means that Luke must have come back and picked him up. If it is Luke, well, he's given his X-Wing a paint job, that's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't know if I, can, if I can picture it being Luke Skywalker after Return of the Jedi, jumping back in an X-Wing and, you know, fighting alongside the, the New Republic. I can't... That's the only thing I can't get my head around. Nothing to do with what's been said or laid out in canon. It's just in my head. Can I imagine the, the Luke that we saw in Return of the Jedi five years later and at the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, let's not forget, uh, middle of Skywalker when he was training Leia. I don't know, but if I can imagine him flying an X-Wing like that, but there's just as much chance that it is at the minute than it isn't, if you want to be realistic. But um, if you look close as well to the Razor Crest, he's got the same paint job as the X-Wings. He's got a yellow, there's a couple of yellow stripes across the nose of it, similar to the X-Wing. So if that is Luke Skywalker flying next to Mando, has Mando joined the New Republic or aligned with them? Because the Razor Crest is mirroring the X-Wing's paint job, which I found interesting. Hang on. Hang on, what? Yeah, Wait. check it out. Yeah, if you look at the front yeah, of the Razor there is Crest, yellow, there's like a yellow paint on it. Yeah, like a yellow, uh, like a line going across it, like a... Um, like a horizontal line going across it, and that's that's never been there, has it? No, it hasn't been there, and it's the same color as the X wings that are um, next to him. Because we originally thought, well, we we thought, oh, he's either riding with them or they're chasing him. I think now, I don't think I don't think they're chasing him and trying to engage with him. I think 
they're all working as part of the same crew here, but um, they could be, they could not stolen, but they could be old X-Wings, which have been um, repurposed for something else. But there is a, the paint job is remarkably similar, but if it is Luke Skywalker, then John and Dave are going to give the fans what they want, put it like that. In episode season two, they bring back uh, big boy Luke flying an X-Wing, no less, with R2, like winging with uh, Mando, right, as to imagine. Do you know what? It looks like those stripes aren't new. I've never noticed them before on there. Me neither, but I don't think they're, I don't think they're new. I don't think they're new, and I, mean, I don't think the X-wings the have yellow yellow stripes on them. That's but they've got the the X-wings have got that. If you look at the color scheme of the X-wings, they've got that color to them. Well, it look, to me, it looks like just stock X-wing and red bits of red, and then the there's more of a yellowy color to the to the stripes on the Razor Crest. But maybe, maybe yeah. it's possible. It's an idea. It's an idea. But I I tell you for you, for, for one thing, right, mate is. Go on. When when I was sitting down and thinking about this, I thought to myself, would Luke Skywalker be in his X-Wing helping out the Rebellion? Because mm-hmm. just by the way they were flying, it seemed like they were either chasing, like you said, either chasing the Razor Crest or the Razor Crest was effectively like leading the way and the wings were following, right? Yeah. Something like that. Um, and that tells me Luke, again, I'm not trying to say it's beneath Luke Skywalker, but at that time, I kind of get the feeling he'd be doing a lot, like some different stuff, right? He's going to be setting up a new Jedi order, not effectively reporting into the rebellion or Leia, Mm -hmm. someone like that saying, right, okay, where'd you need me in my X-Wing? Do you know, I I kind of just don't, I don't get that vibe, sadly. Um, but it may seems be- too far gone to be, and then again, no disrespect to X Wing pilots, but like the grand almost like Jedi Knight, Jedi Master Skywalker who brought down the Death Star and Palps and Vader. I don't know, I just can't imagine him just jumping in. And I know he's always going to be the farm boy, people say, but he, he's not. I just can't see him jumping in that X Wing and just like you know, doing side missions. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I agree, and, and I think that's I think that's the point here. I can't see it happening, mate. I can't see it happening personally. Uh, but do I think that that doesn't mean Luke Skywalker will appear at Mando at some point? No. I really feel like he's going to turn up at some point. I don't think he'll be in this season, though. I don't mm-hmm. think he'll be in this I, season. I think it's too early, yeah. Yeah. What about you, mate? Any theories from your side? Any any other takes you've had from the trailer? Um, well, I mentioned clever editing earlier on. It's when they're on that um, like dock-type area, and Sasha Banks's character is hooded character is you know watching Mando from behind those crates and the voiceover is the armorer talking about you know find the jedi find the jedi i think that's clever editing i don't think sasha banks is a jedi in fact i'm not sure i think she is a nefarious type not just because she's got a black hooded hooded robe on like palps but we know that we've we've already seen that those gamorian or the people in the gamorian boxing arena are after uh, baby yoda I think Sasha Banks is part of it. Maybe she's something to do with Gideon. I don't know. Or maybe maybe she's part of a splinter group which has which wants the child. But 
I don't think that she's a Jedi, and I'm not entirely sure that she's going to be a good either. So uh, looking at that, it's clever editing. And I think I mentioned on the reaction, a lot of people thought it was Ahsoka first off. On the, Again, I mentioned on very first viewing, like before I blinked, I was like, is that Ahsoka? Obviously it's not, but I don't think she's going to be a good guy. I think she's going to be, or, or at least he's going to be like DJ, kind of down the middle, not one or the other, but you're not quite sure about her. So that's the thing I took. Mate, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think... I I really think because it's crazy how much discussion this character is generating. We don't Mm -hmm. even know who they are. That is just a testament to this trailer. It's a good trailer. It does not give us too much at all. Um, Listen, I think, you know, I, I can't help but think that she could be a Mandalorian. But not that as well. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's a Mandalorian, but not the Mandalorians where they believe that, they, you know, you can't remove your helmet. Mm. So Sabine right? Wren. I don't know if she's Sabine Wren or not. <laughs> I don't think she is. That, that segues into another theory. That, that, and this is one that definitely the internet is talking about. That's not necessarily something I buy into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the sounds of it, uh, I don't think it sounds like you buy into it. Well, Tia Sakar, who voices Sabine, is a is a working actress. She's in many TV shows that are airing now. Um, so why replace her character with an a WWE superstar who, by all means, isn't a trained actor actor? Um, whereas when people mention Ahsoka, Ashley Eckstein is primarily a voice actress who who does some TV. Moonlights as a TV actor every now and then. She's Rosario Dawson is an actress first and foremost, and that's why it made sense for her to be in a role. Tia Sikar, because she's a working actress, she could easily um, don the robes and play Sabine if they really wanted her to. If it turns out Sasha Banks is Sabine, then fine, I'll roll with it and see what they can do with it. That would make that would make me slightly more sort of hmm, why they'd recast Sabine from her voice actress than it did Ahsoka, but. I'm not sold by it. If it happens to be, then so be it. But I'm not sold on the idea. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm a bit indifferent about it because mm. I think there needs to be a way to explain these characters to people who have never seen Star Wars Rebels before. I mean, it's safe to say most Star Wars fans mm. haven't seen Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, well, obviously. But there's, listen, that's not necessarily the people that are going to be listening to us going on about Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? Like, these are people. They love it. Right, right. You know, and it could be Sabine, but I don't think so. There's also, and this isn't the easiest topic, I guess, when it comes to this, because, um, I think Lucasfilm have gone back and forth with this kind of line of th- this kind of line of thinking, um, but I'm pretty sure Sabine in Rebels is meant to be Asian, like East Asian, uh, yes. Jeez, and yeah. and Sasha Banks is not that right. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. Um, I, I don't know that I don't think that's definitive, uh, sadly, um, but I don't think this is Sabine. I just don't get that feeling. I when we saw her mate, that was I was like, no, nah, I don't think it's been. So um, the question is, if it if it were to be, then why? And, I, and, and again, bringing Sabine in is no different to bringing in Bo Katan. Sabine's wielded the dark saber before. She's an established character, and she was born and is a, and is of Mandalore descent. 
So it wouldn't to me that's not his um, like left fielders bringing in someone like Rex and Ahsoka. Um, so if it was Sabine, why would she be there? Or why would she be in the show? Well, this is the thing. I I have a feeling, right? And this is really left field. Okay, <laughs> this is this is a bit out there. Here we go. So you know Mandalore, right? Mm-hmm. Mandalore yeah. is a mess. Yeah, yes. politically, Mandalore is a mess. We don't even know what the planet's going to be like. You know, now in this sort of timeline, uh, it has everyone left it. Like, has everyone gone? Do you know what? This isn't even livable anymore, right? Because they had to make this like city for everyone to live in because the rest of the planet, you know, was pretty much uninhabitable. Um, could it be that there's a lot of different Mandalorian factions? You know, again, we've seen that. Mm-hmm. We've seen that. Could this be that there we will see different Mandalorian guilds, different Mandalorian yes. factions, and shears of a different Mandalorian faction, right? I I just get that vibe. I don't have much to base it on. <laughs> I just don't. But mm-hmm. I, I I just get that impression, that feeling. What what do you think on that, mate? I like the idea of differing factions because you know what it could also do. It could tie up the the loose end or the so called uh, plot hole. That is, why does this man not remove his helmet, but the other ones, some of the other ones do? Yeah. And by having different factions of this, uh, it's not a race; it's a creed. Having different factions of this creed explain, you know, well, this guy he's a. They're a fake Mandalorian because they do take off their helmet, or you're one of the ancient ones who don't, and that, all that kind of stuff. So you could what actually widen the law by doing that, not just by bringing in like these kind of Game of Thrones kind of like houses and factions, but also by each faction almost like having their own set of beliefs, i.e. the helmet. So that could be a way of uh, tying that up because it's not. Let's face it, it's not the end of the world to me that he doesn't take his helmet off, but other, others do. But obviously, he said that he doesn't. You know, these he was raised by Mandalorians. And we don't. This is the way we don't take our helmet off. So it'd be interesting to have another faction on there explain that actually we do. Um, it, I think it's quite a good idea. Plus, um, it, the show is called The Mandalorian. Why not bring us more of you know Mandalorians? We've seen the uh, the jetpack troopers and the heavy troopers in in uh, season one. So it's not just it isn't just the Mandalorian himself. You know, there's more than one of them out there, so yeah, yeah why not? It's like them? the Sopranos, you know. That's it. <laughs> the Mandalorians. Yeah, That's there's it. lots exactly. of them. There's millions exactly. of them. They're millions. Legion. They're many. That's it, mate. That's it. I think it's really feasible, and exactly for what you just said, um, I think it's totally reasonable to kind of explain that kind of. It's like an oddity, isn't it? You're like, oh, well, that's yeah. weird because we've seen loads of Mandalorians in canon, and I've seen them all with their helmets off. Yep. <laughs> um, so, what has happened in that thirty, twenty years? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it makes complete sense. I feel like, like you said, this could be a trick. I think this is a trick with the whole sorcerers, the the Jedi sorcerers stuff, that line in the trailer, which mm. I'm pretty sure is from season one anyway. It is, it? yeah, that's taken yeah. straight from season one. And um, yeah, so I, I feel like it's it's thrown us off. 
it's thrown us off. You know, we're meant to look at it and go, oh, Jedi. You know, this soon after Return of the Jedi, you're telling me there's a woman who looks like an, ad- well, an adult woman, mm-hmm. you know, who's a Jedi. I don't know. I don't, I don't buy it. I kind of don't buy it. Um, everyone in Luke's temple were, were like young lads, weren't they? You know, they were young, yeah. young girls and guys and gals. So I, I don't know. I don't see her being a Jedi. I think she's a Mandalorian of a different creed. That's my line of thinking. She ain't Sabine and she ain't Ahsoka. That's all I know. Yep. Um, we know if we are getting Ahsoka in the show, then that's one Jedi who survived um, Order 66 and through to the OT who, <laughs> who didn't help the rebellion. We don't need any more running about because I am, I am one of those um, narrow-minded fans at times who believes that when, when you know, Yoda says, you know, you're our only hope, you know, you're the only one out there who can help. I believe that, you know, that you know, Luke is the, is the last hope. So let's not, it, it, having other people around like Ahsoka doesn't diminish what Luke did. But having lots and lots of them, or like five, maybe ten, suddenly get introduced, then it's kind of like, ah, well, all along, there were probably more people out who could have, you know, come and helped out if they wanted to. Yeah. But and I know Ahsoka wasn't a Jedi before anyone shouts at me. Um, I am no Jedi. Then, but I like to think that Luke's was the last hope, and if he had failed on the Death Star with Palps and in the throne room, then that would have been it. Not well. There's probably a few other people out there who could who can help out. So, um, but on on I'll say that one for 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 shortly. Um, one of the things I I liked and kind of want to hope now is now is now my head cannon is that after every kill. I just now imagine that Mando just says, he equips, this is the way, after every one. When he kills that Zabrak at the end of the trailer and they edit it nicely with him just saying, this is the way. Every time he kills someone now, I just want to imagine he just says, this is the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially when it's like a massacre and he's killing like 20 people and he has to keep, this is the, this is, he can't keep up with himself. Just, <laughs> this is the way in every way. It's like Gimli and Legolas in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's what it's <laughs> yeah. going to be like. That's it. Yeah. No, I don't see that. I don't, I, I, I think, uh, I, I really think there's going to be a few little surprises in, in Mandalorian season two. And I think, I think some people have built into their minds that some things are definitely happening. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I tell you one thing, mate. I tell you Go one on thing. And again, this is this might seem a little random, um, but I feel and I may have mentioned this in many episodes ago. I think the Skywalker saber will turn up in Mandalorian. You've mentioned that before, yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's season two or three. And I think it's going to be really like in passing. It's mm-hmm. like not going to be a big deal at all. I don't know if Ahsoka could play into that. I don't know if a certain other character could play into that. There's a few. Um, I also feel like we're going to see Maz's castle. I think we'll see Takadana. See, that I, would make sense because it's a, it's a hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, it, uh, precisely, mate. And I tell you one thing, mate. You know that scene at the end of the trailer where the Gamorians are fighting? Yeah. To me, that looked a bit like Maz's castle. You got all the <laughs> they flags. all the tables out. Yeah, or, or it's a different room or something. You know, we've mm-hmm. we've played Battlefront too. You know, they can they can uh, move around some stuff, do some that's things. Nice. You know, it, maybe. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I, I listen. I really 
it, I just got a vibe from all those flags hanging down under the under the like the boxing like yeah, yeah. flipping what's it called arena, arena? cool ring that's it, arena. Ring. Called it an arena like in the boxing ring um there were loads of these flags and stuff and I thought man that's 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 not Maz's castle now that it, it could be anywhere it really could be anywhere. Yeah. I'm not saying that as a de- definitive like answer um, or theory. Cool if it's Jabba's palace. It could be Jabba's palace, Just but they of the look. Gamorians. Let, let me tell you something. Those Gamorians looked a lot more beefy than Jabba's boys. Like Jab- <laughs> Jabba's well, one of them had really skinny legs as well. If you notice, one of them had like chicken legs. It's really weird. Listen, they're Gamorians that work out, or they run. These are, athletic, these are athletic Gamorians. They do their 200-meter races. That's the it. other Gamorians, they like a drive-through. Um, yeah, some of them like the gains and others don't. They live a good life, you know. The, the Gamorians at Jabba's Palace, they don't really need to do that much. No, no, yeah. they've got used to it. They've got used to that certain lifestyle, haven't they now? Yeah, they're soft, mate. They're soft. It, not like these tough guys in the ring. Maybe, hey, listen, maybe they were Jabba's boys. And since Jabba's died, they've got to go into the big world and they've been like beefing out, you know, they've been, they've been getting oiled up, oiled up, hitting the gym, you know. It's like Matty Boy on a Thursday night, basically. That's it. That's it. Oiling up, hitting the gym. I do actually have the physique of a Gamorrean guard. I'm just not green. No. <laughs> the buff ones in Mando. <laughs> yeah, trailer. with the chicken legs. That's right. <laughs> The buff ones, the buff tings. No, but um, I I think that that is uh, it's feasible. Once again, it's feasible. Can't help but think it, and that's something that's just it sank in with me. Like since last week, I'm like, man, yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, whether that's this season, future seasons, I don't know. I don't know, Matty boy. What are your thoughts? Any other theories or plugs from you? I like the idea of the Gamorians fighting on Takadana just because I mention it all the time, but I hate seeing these cool planets being introduced and then we never see them again. Um, it's Unless great to, original to read them in a book. It's great to see like Takadana name dropped, but it's great to see these places again, which is why I'm almost a hundred percent certain that that snow planet is Ilum because that there's a shot with uh, Mando, Mando holding um, holding his nipper, Baby Yoda, and they're walking into like the ice cave, and it just looks like a shot from Fallen Order. Almost, almost got like the blue hue around the door, as if it's like the, that's the PlayStation tending which door to go through. It, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that that's Elam. But then I saw something online the other day where the scene with Baby Yoda when he's you know his little feet are in the snow and he's looking all wistful, and then uh, Mando kneels down next to him. In the background is something. There's there's a crashed vehicle. Now thinking about it, now it could be one of those tie fights, but I don't think it was. But it almost looks like it's a a relic from an old war, like the the uh, the Clone Wars or something. And someone was said, oh, somebody said, oh, maybe that's the planet that uh, Ahsoka buried all the clones on at the end of Episode Seven, where she dropped her lightsabers because Ooh. of the ship in the back. And I was like, hmm, I don't necessarily subscribe to it. But it kind of made me think: if it isn't Ilum, maybe it's it's that that's what planet it is. Maybe Dave Filoni is tying in the end of Clone Wars season seven to uh, the Mando to give that kind of make that planet even more reverential now. So I'm still almost 100 percent sure that's going to be Ilum. And again, if it's not, 
fine. We're going to we're getting a new planet. Sweet, but it's a snow planet. We've already gone back to Tatooine as a desert planet. Why not go back to Ilum as a snow planet? Um, but did you have you heard about that one with this with the uh, downed fighter jet behind little baby Yoda? No, no, I've not actually. Um, and it's an interesting take, to be honest, mate. It's an interesting take, and this. I don't know, mate. There's so much that could happen because we know Dave Filoni is involved. We know this is the man that brought back Darth Maul from the dead. This is the man that integrates stuff, right? I I feel like Mandalorian season one did that more than I expected it to. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not always in the most obvious way. I'll say one thing, mate. Darksaber. Weren't expecting that. Where did that come from? Where did that come from? How, like, what? And that's why I'm saying, like, this this Mandalorian stuff. I think we're really going to be seeing the Mandalorian culture, the Mandalorian people, um, their struggles, you know, their wins, their victories. I think we're going to be seeing a lot. There's going to be a lot of world building in this. I really, really just, I, I, I get that impression. But I will say one thing. You, you talk about revisiting planets. You know, mm-hmm. I want Mando to revisit more prequel and sequel planets. I think yes. there's a ton of planets in, in the sequels that you can go to and the prequels that I just mint. They're awesome. Outer Rim planets. Okay? <sighs> we have to bring go, something up, mate, boy. Go on, big boy. Go on. He's chomping here. We have to bring, we have to bring something up. Like, mate, boy knows. Like, let, let's, not, let's not beat around the bush. On, Guys, we, we might have to do a siren for this. If you want to go into The Mandalorian Season 2 completely spoiler-free, maybe skip a few minutes. Skip skip to the Bantina. Because, or skip skip to the end of this bit discussion. Is that fair to say, mate? Do you I know what I'm so. going to talk about? I think so. Well, let's, uh, here, here's the uh, makeshift siren. So, so potential spoilers from here on out. warning yeah i loved the explosion at the end that just reminds me of charlie slough do you you know charlie slough he's a radio one extra dj and he just would always or he was anyway he just would always drop explosions like every two seconds i can imagine we're uh, here dropping the bombs your boy sean hudson doing something like that he loves he loves dropping bombs yeah of course he does he's a gangster um Okay, guys, you've had the warning. We're going into a potential spoiler stuff. I'm comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I'm comfortable with it. Um, we've heard it. Go on. Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, yes, mate. Boba Fett. <sighs> Did I think Boba Fett was going to be in The Mandalorian Season 2? No, I didn't. No, I've said I wasn't sure he needs to be in it, I've said. Yeah. I've said the I've said the same thing. I, you know, I'm not really pro Boba Fett. I'm not really anti it. Quite, the character is dead as far as I'm concerned, and yeah. you don't need to cheapen the stakes by bringing him back. But let's see if they were going to how they do it. Listen, mate, it all comes down to the execution, mate. Come on. <laughs> Have a cheeky it's, swig of that. That's exactly what I'm saying, mate. That's a blue moon. That's exactly <laughs> what it comes down to. 
we said the same about that character returning in episode nine, who we've mentioned many times. That bring if they want to bring them back, whatever. But you've got to make it. You've got to stick that landing, otherwise it really clangs. And to a lot of people, that didn't stick the landing. So now let's see if they can do it with Boba, or Boba Boba. Mm. I don't know what to think about this, to be honest, mate. So, so recently, I think this week, it come out that uh, Tamara Morrison, who obviously plays uh, Django Fett in the prequel trilogy, um, he comes out and oh well, listen. It, how do I explain this? It's been leaked. He hasn't come out and said anything. It's, it's best been, been bulleted, wasn't it? It's our buddy Bespin. Our, bu- our buddy Bespin and a few other sources too. They've all been jumping on this. They've said that uh, Tamara Morrison's CV appeared online. Um, it was on a website called Showcast. Yeah. Um, and it credited him as playing Boba Fett in uh, 2020 in The Mandalorian um it's not anything it's not like imdb you know a pro user can't go in and edit it this is this is seemingly a legitimate thing secondly there is a shot in the mandalorian trailer where mando is on a speeder bike and on the back of the bike it looks and it appears that mando has bobber's jetpack and helmet on the back of it it appears you know and this it really is like conspiracy theory level yeah we we are we are i mean we are like really scratching the surface here for 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 stuff i don't know what to think of it imagine if he just turned up and just get got blasted by the mando straight away after all that build-up I don't know what to think, mate. I don't know what to think about it. Um, I wonder. This is a bit crazy, yeah. But we're on a crazy podcast. It seems to be a bit of a crazy episode tonight. That's what we do. Um, Episode one, Mandalorian season two, Mm -hmm. takes place on Tatooine. And it's actually Mando's return from... um, what, what? Who's the bloke? Um, Callaghan? No, is it Callaghan? A uh, Toro Callaghan. Yes, Toro Callaghan. When when all that happens and he goes back to save baby and stuff, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's his trip on the way back from there. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I it's just I'm 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 kind of thinking out loud because I don't know how to process this. I don't know what to think of it. Because like our boy Danny Sexton said this this is months ago. He said he feels like Boba appearing in the show could could potentially take the limelight away from Mando. I added to that and I said, "Yeah, I feel like it could be brand confusion." But I don't know now. I don't know now. I don't know what to think, mate. Enlighten it, me. It, well, it would take away from the Mando, and Boba has got a legion, a legion of followers and fans. But let's. But if if Boba turned Boba, listen, you've got to get used to me calling Boba and Boba here. I haven't decided what I like to call him yet. But if Fett turns up, and you know, just just turns up basically, then you know that's this is it. It's like oh wow, we thought he was dead in eighty three. Everyone who's grown up thinking about Fett has now seen him again. So that's where the um, interest lies, is how did he come back? What's he going to do? Is he going to fight Mando? 
Is Mando just going to punk him? Therefore, we brought him back just to kill him. Is he going to help Mando? You know what? It, it all becomes a lot about Fett. Um, similarly, with other high-profile characters coming in, is it it threatens to take away the spotlight from the main characters, which is what I liked about the trailer. We mentioned it last week, is that the trailer didn't take anything away from the main characters. It just focused on Mando and Baby Yoda. Perfect. That's all it needed to do, and it did it. Bringing in Boba Fett, though, What's the motivation for it? Because, again, the facts are he was eaten by the Sarlacc pit in, a, in Return of the Jedi, and that's it. He's no more. He's a, 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 a um, very similar-looking scarred Mando armor was found by Cobb Vanth on Tatooine. Um, people think Timmy Ol- Timothy Oliphant is going to play Cobb Vanth. Now, uh, for me, it'd be like a, like a nerd's dream. If Boba was to survive, he hunted down Cobb Vanth, shot him, and took his armor back. That'd be, like, great. Wicked, they've tied everything in there in like in the most like coolest way. But the motivation is why would they bring Boba back other than because it would be cool or to give him a proper send off or to add to the mystery of that character? I struggle to fight think of a reason why they should bring him back other than it would be cool. Um, but as for the what you the images that you mentioned or the you know the, the, what looks like his uh jetpack and helmet and that, it I mean it could be. Ludwig Göransson had a was posed in a picture. Emmy award winning Ludwig Göransson uh, posed with a picture of a Mandalorian helmet on the Mandalorian helmet with a with a um, blaster hole, hole in the top of it, very similar to Boba's one. It's on Instagram and that to so go check it out if you haven't seen it, guys. And people are like, "Dude, why have you got a blaster hole in your helmet? What's all that about?" Um, so why would they bring him back? I've no idea. In terms of the actual uh, website itself, Showcast is. Showcast is legit. It's it's an Australian um, actors directory, and it, it's very legit. So the only thing, if it isn't real, then someone's done a very good job of um, copying the template and um, making a good forgery, basically. But if it is real, then great. Now the conversation would turn to how and why, and I haven't got any answers for that. So anyone out there listening. Give me or give me and Luke the answer as to why would they bring Boba back? Like other than you know because he didn't get a good enough send off. That's not a good enough reason. George Lucas thought he did, so why would they bring him back? But um, I don't know, mate. That that is like the million dollar question. Well, that's it. That's it, mate. I think that this doesn't feel a hundred percent right. Like we said, it does come down to the magic E word. You know, execution. Um, <laughs> be honest I, I was just thirsty that time lads yeah. um is i i don't know if this is true i just don't mm-hmm. know i don't know if this is true strange things have had happened you know like people can do all sorts of things they can hack websites there are very 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 intelligent star wars fans and pop culture oh, yeah. fans in general that could you know fabricate this kind of thing um, I'm in two minds about it across the board. That means whether it's real, whether it's you know going to be good for the show, um, good for the franchise in general. I, th- I really feel like this is this is you know could be good either way. Listen, The Mandalorian has been excellent, excellent so far. Yeah, you know, I think um, our boys John Favreau, Dave Filoni, they've put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into this. It's not, it's not all random um we knew that they had written a lot of the show already 
um, for seasons one, two, and beyond that. In fact, it's just in today, as in like an hour ago, that um, Giancarlo Esposito said that The Mandalorian seasons three and four are already planned. Yes! Right? <laughs> How good That's is good, that? That's good, isn't it? I mean, I didn't expect it to go anywhere, but I knew we we heard that they were writing or doing season three was in pre-production or whatever, but to know that they've already got season four planned, because I remember when months ago, well, more than that, years ago now, when we were thinking, oh, how long could this go on for? You know, could it be like, it'll be two seasons? Will it be, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, depending on how well the first one did? It looks like they've got plans to make this a pretty long-running series, mate, and that shows the confidence that Lucasfilm have gotten in um, this particular brand. It also shows that Giancarlo Esposito is the go-to guy for any Mandalorian news. It seems like that. It definitely seems like that. And, you know, we know we know for ourselves, and we'll speak about this or, or tell you guys about this later on, maybe this week or next week, but we know that they're setting up shop, that we know that they are getting the sets ready for Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah, yes. you can take that to the bank. Take that as gospel. Yep. From us, we know it. Yeah, I we won't expand it. on that for the time being. Yeah, we have it. We know. And I think a lot of people know. You know, it's not a secret. But to know that they have it completely planned, I just think, hey, if they've got Boba involved and they have seasons planned, this isn't a sequel trilogy thing. They've not just brought him up and then the next director's dealing with it, right? Dave and John are planning this and for that reason i'm in <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah now i know that look bring mm. bobber in like the end towards the end of this season and then we know that we're getting three and four then yeah for by all means what's that 16 more episodes to expand on the story but they've but as long as they keep still keep it about about din jarring and himself and obviously baby yoda wherever their story goes if they're bringing Boba in, if they're bringing Ahsoka in, they're bringing Bo-Katan in, Rex, you know, obviously that's he's not playing Rex in, um, potentially, then as long as you keep it focused on the Mandalorian himself, you know, but then do you bring Boba, back, Boba Fett in just to be a a secondary character? I don't know. There's, there, there, again, there's so many, there's, there seems to be more questions than answers, but hearing that there's a season three and four, plus this leaked showcast CV, and again, it's an Australian only type thing, and um, and I think Tamara Morris is a Kiwi, but it's it's interesting, mate, but it, it, it's exciting, isn't it? And whereas The Mandalorian, for a lot of people, me and you included, it doesn't elicit anxiety or nerves or, oh, is it going to be any good? It just brings out positivity, and that is what I love, mate, is even even in the moments where we're like, I don't think they should do this or bring that back, or well, it would be a bit odd if they do this. It's still always in the best positive, positive way, mate, and I, this is why I dig it so much, mate. It just kind of like oozes confidence, you know, right now it does anyway, it oozes confidence. Um, but that's kind of my thoughts. And I think that's the end of spoilery territory because we don't know a whole lot more. And listening in, in the coming weeks, you know, Mando isn't far away, but I'm sure our thoughts on this will will evolve and kind of just grow, you know. So watch this space, people. Watch this space. That's it. We've got some things in the... We've got some plans for old season two, and I'm very excited. I cannot wait, like five weeks to go. Um, received a, a message in the inbox today from our friends over at Hasbro uh, with some exciting news, and Star Wars themselves have 
um, confirm this, but as of October the 26th, we're getting something called Mando Mondays, which firstly, how cool is Mando Mondays? And basically, it's going to be a weekly product reveal to coincide with the new series uh, of The Mandalorian. And with it, we're getting new figures of, we're getting uh, 3.75 inch figures and 6 inch figures of The Mandalorian himself. We're getting that heavy infantry figure, which a lot of people thought was um, John Favreau. Cara Dune, she's getting her own figure. IG-11, an Imperial Death Trooper. Our boy Baby Yoda is getting his own figure. The uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian Monopoly is going to be available if you've got forty two ninety nine to drop on that. All for you. But in, that's coming in in the fall of 2020, autumn 2020, uh, ranging from twenty four ninety nine up to thirty four ninety nine. But we have we got the image. By the time this show goes out, you'll have seen the images anyway. But it's pretty cool, though, that they're really pushing um, the toy line as well, not just yeah. the... the um, the show itself, but they're now going seemingly going all in with the toy line and Mando Monday, mate. It's exciting. It is exciting. It's good to see. It is good to see. And just to expand on what you've said there, mate, these series, um, these black series figures are being uh, titled the Credit Collection. Mm. Uh, black Series Credit Collection. Yeah. And I believe uh, just from some images we've got here that they do come, these figures do come with uh, like Imperial Credits. Yeah, and, accessories, uh, accessories and stuff, right? To differentiate from them, uh, from from the uh, ones that have already been um, uh, released for the Mandalorian. But it's exciting times, and it's it's good to see this much confidence in the show. But we knew this was going to happen, and I love how it kind of mirrors our nineteen seventy seven Star Wars film, right? A New Hope, when it was just star wars um it mirrors that you know because they weren't ready they weren't ready for this kind of crazy feedback um i mean i see so much baby yoda merch it's it's kind of funny um and i see so many kids with baby yoda merch i see so many people i just saw this like grown man um like walking around with a Mandalorian t-shirt. And I was like, oh yeah. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is the way. So it's, oh yes. It's so I mean, good. I saw something, a couple of firefighters, firefighters, relief workers in the States were, they, they received a gift from a young child recently. It's on all over the internet. It's lovely. Uh, a, a gift, you know, you know, thanks for your hard work. And this is just something to say, thank you for helping the community. A little lad had sent them a, his baby Yoda toy. So there's a picture of these three relief workers um, holding this baby Yoda toy. And I was like, this is, do you know what I mean? It's firstly, what great publicity for the Mandalorian, but on a humanitarian level, uh, what a lovely thing to do, firstly. But the fact that it was little baby Yoda, it, it was great to see that, you know, baby Yoda has almost now become a symbol for good in this world as well. That is incredible. I love stories like that, man. It, it just, it is, it's great to see. It's great to see. I can't wait to see more figures on this, but it's it's clear that this really has left a mark on on a generation of fans. It's nice to see so many kids, uh, you know, loving this show. But adults too, like everyone loves this show. Everyone loves sleeps it. with Baby Yoda almost every night. I mean, that's just incredible, isn't it? That is just incredible, and that will that will just sink in long term. That will sink in. It really is lovely to see, man. Yeah, so that's our Mandalorian chat, I think. So, guys out there, everything we've just said, we want to hear from you about Ahsoka, Boba Fett, Luke Skywalker, R2, the X-Wings, 
um, the Gamorians. Is Mandalorian going to say this is the way every time he kills someone? We want to hear what you guys think on that. And I'm sure we're going to hear more from you guys in a minute. But Luke, any final words on that then? This is the way. Hi, this is Jamie Dew from the Duel of the Fates audio series. And you are listening to Star Wars Sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. We brought down the Razor Crest on another sandy planet, and as so as it would happen, the Bantinas over there, our favourite dusty drinking hole. We've already got a couple of Kef beers, but a couple more won't hurt, will they, mate? Oh, of course not. Of course not, mate. I mean, yeah, fill them up. Fill them up. In we go. Let's go. Right, the Bantina. And you know, if you're new to the show, this is where we hear the thoughts of you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, uh, regarding our main topic of discussion. So we want to hear what you guys thought about what we've just spoken about. And uh, let's do it. Here's what you guys thought. Reactions to the Mandalorian trailer. They're filth, they're spicy. And talking of filth and spicy, let's hear from Space Hut to start us off on the spice train. Hi, Luke and Matt. It's Lewis here, uh, a.k.a. Space Hut. Uh, you've asked my thoughts on the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer. So, uh, yeah, I could talk about the fact that Din Djarin has got a new piece of armour on his right thigh or he's got a shorter cape. But to be honest, I don't really care about that sort of stuff. But battling Gamorrean guards, speeder bike chases, X-wings, jetpacks, this is why I'm excited for the new season. And to be honest, it looks great. Uh, we've got some mystery. There's a lady in a cloak. We don't know who it is. Some say it could be Sabine Wren. Who knows? Uh, we're seeing new worlds and we've got a snow planet. Who doesn't love snow planets in Star Wars? Uh, I think this season's going to take us much wider into the galaxy than the first one. Uh, we can see that the trailer, it doesn't give us a huge amount of information, uh, but it certainly sets them off on a quest. And one thing's for certain, there is trouble coming. Anyway, can't wait. This is the way. Naughty boy. That is a great Great voicemail to kick us off in this spicy bantina. Good vibes all round from Space Hut. And if you're not following Space Hut on Instagram, you should be. You should be. It's at Space Hut, as in like Jabba the Hut, two T's on the end. No spaces. Space Hut does awesome toy photography. Thanks for sending that in, dude. That's it. Nice on Space Hut dropping those positive Mando vibes. Uh, Welsh Wookiee and uh, Gilmande both loved the troopers dropping off the ravine on their speeders. I've seen a lot of people dig in that moment. Um, Dan Hale says, I hope that Sasha Banks' character is a Jedi who escaped the purge but fell to the dark side. That would be a cool story, and she feels that having the child could redeem her and train him as a Padawan. And an OT Nick's patron, legend, said, They had me at Gamorrean wrestling. Looking forward to some much-needed fun and exciting watching. So hoping season two brings some light-hearted viewing. However the story goes, The Mandalorian is a winner. Oh, love it. Love it, these spicy Series. comments. Love it. Our, our favourite um, Canadian. Sorry, I mean American. <laughs> uh, Cuddy Bricks. And I, t- I really am sorry about that, Cuddy, mate. Got that completely <laughs> wrong. Uh, Cuddy Bricks said... I am thrilled with it. So glad they didn't give any major characters' storylines away. So excited for what's to come with this season. This is the way. 
And Luke Summerfield, the King of Wales, sang, row, row, snow your boat gently down the stream. If you see a mysterious hooded character, don't forget to scream. Ah, love it. You naughty, naughty, filthy Welsh legend. Everybody loves a good Summerfield session. And to lead us into the next thought is House 182, the King of South London. Let's hear him. Hey guys, this is House. These are my thoughts on the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer. Wherever I go, he goes. So what I've seen so far, it looks great. Mandalorian pretty much looking like a child again. Here in the trailer, you should reunite him with his own kind. As a twist, they should definitely not do that and have him decline his own kind to be raised by Mando. That would be so, so cool. Guys, I cannot wait. Jedi's Sasha Banks. October 30th, guys. This is the way. <laughs> nice one, House. Mate, imagine... Imagine Mando turns around and be like, don't fancy that, actually. I'm going to keep him as my own and give him his own little man, maybe his own little Mando outfit. Oh, it could happen, mate. It could happen. Love it, House. Like you said, mate, this is the way. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, this is also the way. Matthew Paveley, King Paveley Amadola said, X-Wings, 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 jetpack, jetpack, jetpack. I felt like they showed just enough to whet the appetite. I can't wait to get back into this universe. Dimsky, the Belgian Bond, said, I love that they just gave us almost nothing. One of the strong points of season one was the element of surprise. Too right. Let's hope to have even more jaw-dropping moments. And Emily Bonner said, I haven't been able to stop thinking about Baby Yoda's feet in the snow. Does he have little baby booties? Where's his winter jacket? Come on, Dadalorian, you have to pack the baby bag better. And on that one, Emily, I totally agree. He's shivering. You know, he needs a warm bottle or something. Oh, little baby. Cold. Keeping his feet warm. To keep his feet warm. I'm kind of an, I'm, I'm kind of low-key annoyed Emily's brought that to my attention, to be honest. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Oh, man. Classic. Classic, Emily. Classic, Emily. Fantastic comments, guys, as per usual. And to end this bit of the Bantina is our boy, legend, king. He always wants a fight. It's Alex Jessup. Hey, Star Wars listeners. So after seeing the trailer for season two of The Mandalorian, a few things have popped into my head. It's interesting to hear the quote from the armourer telling uh, Mando to return the child to his kind, and that is what I think Series 2 is going to be all about, the Mandalorian finding the Jedi, and that's why we're seeing Tatooine and Ilum. They've kept back Moff Gideon and some of the other rumoured aspects, such as Boba Fett and Michael Bean's character. The show looks absolutely fantastic, and it's worth bearing in mind that post-production took place during lockdown. Lastly, we got a shot of a banther, and... Is that not the most beautiful banter you've ever seen? <laughs> King. Mate, banthalicious. <laughs> banthalicious. I love I it. About Michael Bean Do you know what I think? Nice one. It, yeah, it's great, mate. It is great. And I think it's true about um, you know, the search of the Jedi. That could be the overall theme of this series. It certainly was planted mm-hmm. there. In season one, right? Like we said, they've planned these series, they've planned these seasons. So it would make sense that, you know, they plant that little Easter egg at the last 
episode i think it was or seventh i think it was the last yeah. episode of mando season one about jedi you know he needs to be reunited with these guys we see a dark saber you know it, maybe these aren't accidents i don't think they're accidents you know this, this is all planned out so alex mate filthy filthy stuff love it man thank you for sending that in and uh, that goes to everybody as well really really uh positive stuff we got loads of messages this week as per usual we can't include them all but please keep sending them in because they are spicy yes i echo that and uh moving on now to our beautiful uh patrons and a couple of questions this month mate oh yes 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 and to start us off paul buckle asks what do you most want to see happen in the kenobi series i would really love it to end with kenobi sat by the campfire waiting and listening as someone approaches then a fade out a little hello there as you hear maul's saber ignite (laughs) a little hello there hello there (laughs) hello there Matty boy, what what are you thinking about this? What what would you really love to see on the Kenobi series? I'm, I'm boring, man. I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna say what I've been saying all along, mate. Just that introspective, personal little mini series. Allow allow Ewan, who's a good actor. Let's let Ewan really portray the sadness, the sorrow, um, the guilt, and the loss that Obi Wan would have been feeling at that time. Now let's have flashbacks like that. Um, like the Obi Wan has PTSD video on YouTube. Something like that. It doesn't have to be that for the four episodes, four, five, six episodes. But uh, you know, I'm sure someone's going to be hunting him. Someone's going to get wind that Obi Wan's there, and he's going to have to off them. But I'm, and I know it probably isn't the sexiest answer, but I really would dislike just finding out how Obi Wan dealt with it, and more to do with his thoughts, thoughts and feelings on the end of the Jedi. You know, his brother becoming dark, or assuming he thinking thinking he got killed on Mustafar, uh, the rise of the Emperor. That's what I want to see, but I'm aware that that may not make the best um, for the series, but if there are going to be four episodes, that's pretty much only going to be what? Just, just, just the same as, or just a little bit more than a feature-length movie, and a feature-length movie would probably show Obi-Wan a bit down in the dumps for a couple of hours, so that's what I want to see, but I'm aware that it may not be the greatest selling point for a lot of um fans and viewers but what about you mate <clears throat> so here we go i want to see him roided up oiled up hitting the gym um and taking on 200 stormtroopers <laughs> you win you win yeah that's what i want to see now um i listen i i think the kenobi thing I want to see some really intimate moments. Like like you've said, mate, I want to see Kenobi really at his most vulnerable, really human Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this will be a series for everyone. Maybe this is why there's been delays in the production um, because this is obviously going to be a Kenobi who is reflecting, mm-hmm. who is maybe down in the dumps, you know, like you said, matey. Um, it's... You know, will that be palatable for everyone? I don't know. So, you know, they might have to chuck some action in there. I would very much... I've always seen Kenobi as kind of looking out for a little Luke Skywalker. So I think that's my answer. I would love 
to see a small Luke Skywalker played by a young lad. Yep. Um, it's something very small, but I think that has to be the emphasis of the story. Mm-hmm. You have this Batman who did figure in the shadows protecting this family protecting this boy protecting the chosen one from his point of view it's his point of view that that is the last hope the only hope right makes a lot of sense makes a lot of sense i would love to see luke it's it's a small ask and i'm sure it's going to happen it's just that's what i'm banking on i'm banking on a very intimate story there was the casting call for a young Luke Skywalker, apparently, which was rumoured. So, who like a five-year-old, I think it was, or however, however far removed this is from Revenge of the Sith. But it's an interesting one. I'd also like to see Joel Edgerton and I think it's Bonnie P.S. her name is, come back as um, Baru and Owen Lars. Just, again, ties it in nicely. They both come back. So, why not? Let's let's make it feel like a real continuation. So, yeah, good answers. Guys out there, What would Paul, yourself, what, you've given us your... Uh, idea everyone else what would you want to see in an obi-wan series what's going to make it for you what's going to make it vital other than you and mcgregor's beard and hello there also question for the guys out there will he say hello there at any point during the show so that's for you listeners um we've got another question from george constantinou local boy huh he said this is a good question what position within the council will master yoda hold in the high republic days will he be one of the 12 on the council or will he just not be on the council at all? Do you think we'll see more Jedi living quarters, lunch halls and training dojos, if anything live action happens? Or is that a little bit too Harry Potterish? Um, so, Master Blywalker, um, will Yoda be on the council in the High Republic 200 years before the Phantom Menace when he's pretty much like the big daddy? Is he even going to be on the council in the High Republic, do you reckon? It's a really good question. It's a really good question. Um, I think he will be. Mm-hmm. I think he will be. Because especially from the images that we got um, for of Yoda in uh, the New Republic, um, uh, High Republic stuff, mm-hmm. I think that he, he still looks like an old Yoda, mm-hmm. right? He still looks aged. Like, like he has that wisdom he has that experience he might not be like peak level or actually this might be peak yoda right we don't know this might be yoda at his strongest right which would be cool and that would kind of reflect the jedi this is probably the jedi you know they're still really strong and it's probably going towards their decline Mm -hmm. that we eventually lead into by phantom menace and and the uh, prequels um I think it's it's a very good question. I think Yoda will be in the council. I don't think he will be necessarily the de facto leader mm-hmm. of the council. I think that's going to be a new character. Um, I don't think Mace will be involved at all. You know, he's probably not. What, what, what am I saying? He's probably not born. Um, but then again, it is Mace Window. So, you know, he survived that's anything. It. He he protect, he attack. And that's it. And he fall out window. That's just how it. That's just how it happens. Um, lunch halls and and training stuff in in um, any sort of live action. Yeah, I think if there were to be any live action uh, High Republic stuff, I think we're going to be seeing all of that. I think we're going to be seeing all of that. I still don't. I don't think they're going down that route. Now we know they're putting so much effort and um, uh, attention into the high republic from kind of like a novelization point of view and this comic book 
novel world mm-hmm. that they're building, I just can't see that there'd be any room for a feature-length film there um, while those writers are doing that. That's me personally. People might disagree with that, but I, I just can't see Lucasfilm signing off a film on the foundation of um, books. I don't know. I don't know. What about you, Matty Boy? What are you thinking? Um, well, on that point, I guess it all depends on how well those books do. If there is a clamour, if, if if it's trending, like, oh, hashtag that big beefy Jedi Trandoshan geezer with the top knot, we want to find out more about him and all that and um, everybody else. Who knows? I mean, only your Lucasfilm are really going to know how well they've done. I agree with you, though, as well. Um, I did a Patreon show about it months ago. Like, what happens if the High Republic just bombs? What happens if nobody likes it? How, you know, how far in development are they? Did they have TV shows, animated shows, films planned? Um, it all goes down to how well those characters are um, accepted and how good the stories are. Because it's got to be a good story. You can't just have a, a new era and just hope that and then just think well we'll plug out 200 million pound film just because it's new you've got to have a story there so i think they're just going to stick to um books and comics for the time being maybe an animated show if they if it really does do quite well um but regarding yoda i think he'll be on the council but there will be somebody else heading up which will be strange to see obviously because we're so used to um big boy yoda being the main man so to have him just be just a part of the council will be interesting but we know what's 200 years before phantom menace we don't know how how long the high republic era is going to last for if it's going to take us right up to the phantom menace something must have happened to that jedi or he's retired or she's retired and yoda's decided to take the mantle so that's interesting but i think he'll be on the council i just i don't think he'll be the leader like you said the de facto leader. if he is wow then you know master yoda really has been you know at the top for most of his life for most of the Jedi at their peak. So if he is, then fine. But I think it'd be more interesting if he's not um, on, if he's not um, the leader, if he's not on the council at all. Well, then we've got 12 other Jedi who are absolute bosses. Um, Cause remember it's only 200 years before him. So it's not like he's hasn't got any power or wisdom or knowledge. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with Yoda, but I'm interested. And again, again, George, we want to know what you think guys out there. We want to know what you think. Master Yoda, I really thought this was a good question because I hadn't thought about this. But Master Yoda, will he be on the uh, High Republic Jedi Council at all? And will he or will he be leading it? Uh, let us know what you guys thought out there. But a couple of decent ones there, mate. Yeah, some really good patron questions uh, this week. Love it, love it. And if you want to get involved in the Patreon filth and spice, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yep, there's an awful lot of good stuff there, so check it out, guys. But my pint is empty. It looks like yours is too, mate. So that is our time in the Bantina done for another week. Thank you, Barkeep. Sorry about the mess. Uh, So we'll be back again to take your thoughts once again in a week's time. King. It is the Star Wars Sessions game. You know the music, you know it, you love it, your nan loves it, the kids love it. I love it too. Mm, yeah. So does Lukey Boy. Yeah, my nan does love it. My I, nan does love the Star Wars Sessions game. Your nan is ace. We'll say that. Um, if anyone else's nan likes it, let us know. 
uh, Nan sessions. Yeah. So this, anyone listening last week will know <laughs> that Lukey Boy did a game called Hang Droid, which was a lot of fun. And I said, and eager-eared listeners would have heard me saying, I'm going to do that this week. That's exactly what we're doing this week. We're playing Hang Droid. For those who aren't aware, uh, I give, I'm going to give Luke some underscores in, this, in the place of where letters should be. Luke then has to give me, uh, name off some letters to either, it's a bit like uh, Wheel of Fortune, to either spell the name of someone, or if he doesn't get it done in time, I'm going to draw a little, it's always quite morbid, a, a noose, and <laughs> see if he can hang his droid. But if you've seen Wheel of Fortune, you, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Lukey boy, are you ready to hang some droid? Mate, I am well up for hanging some droid. I'm here for that. I'm here, here for that. Here we go. So as last week, I'm going to send uh, Lukey boy now the the um, underscored uh, answer, which he can't see. And Luke's got to get it. So I'm going to post it for him now to see. So I've sent Luke the answer now. So there are, it's a two words. It's an, this is a name. The first name has three letters and the second name has six letters. So Lukey boy, let's get some, uh, let's get some droids hung. What's your right. first letter? Okay. Boy? So, so my first letter I'm going to guess is A, please, Matt. So uh, Lucas asked for an A, and yes. there is an A in it, mate. And I'm Give gonna me tell you the exactly, A. I'm going to tell you exactly where that A is, A is, mate. Give me the A right now, Matt. Otherwise, Bosh. oh, okay. So the A is the third letter of the surname is A. Space, 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 A, A, space, space, space. Any guesses there, mate? Not right now. Not right now. I'm going to do a classic E, please, next. He's gone for an E. Yes. Give me a uh, lovely dose of E, please, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Just to perk up his Monday. There are no E in this establishment. There's certainly none in the name. So I'm going to give you the base of the noose. There's not an E. This is, and this is an English. This is a Star Wars name. English word? Oh, uh, yeah, well, Star Wars name. This is English. So the base is done. Okay. Um, can I please have a C, Matty boy? A vitamin uh, C. But the old vitamin... You can, but I'm going to give you the pole of the noose now. There is <gasps> no C in this. Oh, no. So you've got the base and you've got the big old long pole bit. Oh no! This oh, is no. oh no! This is not good. Uh, okay, Matt. Um, can I please have a uh, lovely B? As he furiously tries to work out, there's a B in there. <laughs> Your droid is sweating oil. There's no oh, B. No. <laughs> there's no B. So now, picture in your head what the top of the noose. So we've got what? we've got an upside down L going on here. What is going on? Uh, I'm starting to get a bit worried now. <laughs> so as well you should. Okay. All right. Uh, can I have an N, please, Matt? An N for Norman? Yes. N for November. Or um, now, naughty. Uh, there is a naughty N in this. Oh, I'm okay. just about to reveal to you. I'm so excited for this. Here we go. Ready? Aha. There we go. Oh, so we've got nah, nah, nah. space, space, N. Second word, space, space, A, space, space, N. What? So you've got, so you've had three strikes on your, on your noose and you've got three letters what? down there. This letters. is, this is a hard one. 
Never said it's going to be easy. No, you naughty boy. This is this is crazy. Um. Okay, uh, Matt. Uh, may I have an M, please? M for mother. Yes, please. M for mother. M for Matty boy. Well, Mothers love the sessions too. That's it. Mother sessions. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't have an N because there aren't any. So the first part of the noose has been dropped now. Oh my days, this is ridiculous. So you've now got a head, a body, two legs and two arms. So that's six guesses left. Okay, can I have an I, please? I for India, please, Matty boy. I for indeed you can, because I shows up in this. Let me tell you where there is an I. Sheesh. Show us the eye. Show us your eye, Matt. <laughs> Show us your them. head. <laughs> there you go, you naughty boy. So, oh, uh, there you go. So that is what it looks like. Okay, is this is this one word or is there a space between? There is a space between that. There's a very okay. small full stop there. So let me just uh, send it to you again so it's formatted properly. So it's... Uh, missing letter I N, second word, missing letter missing letter A, missing letter I N. Yeah, if you're not visualising this at home, then uh, you, you need know, to get on the just end. stay, just stay for the bants, just stay <laughs> for the bants. That's that's pretty much what the game is, Matty boy. I would like to take a guess, please, my man. Okay, go on then, son. Is it Din Jarin? Mando, it is Din Jarin, the Mandalorian himself. Mate, congratulations, Booyaka. you did it without killing your droid. Yeah, my droid is alive and healthy. He can now go work at Specsavers. That's a good thing. <laughs> Automation, you... people. It's a real deal. It it was getting a bit um it was getting a bit hairy at one point. So uh well done. I did have another one planned, but I've just realised it's like twenty letters long, so I'm not gonna do it. Um <laughs> it wasn't it was, and it was a phrase as well, and it was hilarious. Would you like to know what the phrase would have been? Oh yeah, go on then. You would have had to guess somehow Palpatine returned <laughs> as your next one. <laughs> wow, okay, okay. That would have taken some time, but we would have done it. Maybe for a different show. It's like 28 letters, and there's not really many yeah. recurring letters in there either. A few P's and a few R's there, but not much else. Oh, man, that was quality. Is there another word, or are we done? That is it. No, it was, it was just a simple... Mate, I thought you may struggle that. with that one, but you did quite well. You got there with half your lives left. I, I Mate, Din Jarin, I, um, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. And it's on topic once again, mate. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. It was your idea from last week, mate. So uh, that was the game for this week. Luke Bly has successfully won this week. So let's see if I can win next week when Lukey Boy hosts. But speaking of next week, that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. Episode 82. 82 episodes. But the fun doesn't end here. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter at Star Wars Session with no S at the end. You can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions. Or feel free to drop us a cheeky voice note or email to our email address, sws at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. And if you want to support the show Further, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. 
Yeah, we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, you'll find us there. And if you do love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice. And head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcasts, and it's awesome. So if you do have a spare 30 seconds, please do drop us a review over there too, because it helps us grow, and it helps us more than anyone could ever know. And we love hearing from you guys each and every week. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cat, tell your nan. Hashtag nan sessions. Tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier, and their castle spicier. Yes, tell the proprietor of the local Twilight healing baths that this is a podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya, and from Luke, may the force be with you. Always. Luke. Club.